Hi, this is Pastor Thomas Adams, and I'm coming to you again with our sec- with another segment, Your Holy Spirit, one of the names of the Holy Spirit. In Psalms chapter 51, verse 11, King David said as he prayed, Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. King David penned these famous words in the aftermath of his disastrous affair with Bathsheba. Adultery led to cover-up, which eventually led to murder and the death of a newborn baby. In fact, that one sin led to the eventual crumbling of his empire and the slow disintegration of his family. When he finally reached the bottom, David cried out to God from the depths of humiliation and utter despair. Psalms chapter 51 is perhaps the clearest picture in all the Bible of what true repentance looks like. There are no excuses. There is no passing the buck, no pleading, or extenuating circumstances. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. That's chapter 51, verse three of Psalms. And when he finally came to his senses, David saw clearly that his basic sin was treason against God. Adultery was simply the outward expression of inward mutiny against the Lord. In the end, David agreed with God's judgment on his sin and confessed how deeply sin had stained his life. In in verses 4 and 6, he begged to be forgiven and cleansed from the inside out. In verses 7 and 9, then he asks for a miracle, creating me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. In verse 10, it was a prayer that only God could answer. That brings us to verse 11, where he prayed not to be cast out from God's presence and asked that the Holy Spirit not be taken from him. Did David fear losing his salvation? No, probably not. In the sense we use the term today, the kings of ancient Israel all knew that God had placed them on the throne and anointed them with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. David recalls Saul's experience when Saul was anointed by Samuel. The Holy Spirit came upon him and Saul was changed in a different person. This experience evidently gave Saul unusual measures of spiritual power that enabled him to rule Israel successfully. Later on, because of his disobedience, the Lord rejected him as king and the Holy Spirit departed from Saul to be replaced by an evil spirit from the Lord. All this happened at the time when Samuel anointed David and the Holy Spirit came upon him. Did David remember what happened to Saul? How could he forget the sudden violent changes in personality the mood swings, the friendship that turned to murderous hatred 
David understood that once the Holy Spirit left Saul, he was never the same again. In, in Psalms chapter 51, verse 11, David prayed that what happened to Saul might not happen to him. It is a prayer related to the empowerment of the Spirit for continued service as the king of Israel, having seen what happened to Saul. David knew that the Holy Spirit left him. He too would be effectively finished as the ruler of his world. A similar New Testament passage might be also considered in 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 24, verse through 27, where Paul says that he, he disciplined his body, least after preaching to others, he would become disqualified unless to God and man put on the shelf and disqualify from further service. It is sometimes said that a New Testament believer could never pray this prayer today, but I'm not sure that is correct. Could the blessings of God be removed from a sinning believer? Yes. Could the Holy Spirit's empowerment be taken away? Yes. Could a born-again Christian sin so grievously that he or she is disqualified from further effective service? If the answer is yes, then David's prayer would indeed be appropriate. In any case, let us all be warned from David's example. If such a man as he could sin so terribly and hurt so many people, if he could legitimately fear that the Holy Spirit's empowerment might be removed from his life, then the same thing might happen to us as well. Let us heed the solemn words of 1 Corinthians 10, chapter 10, verse 12. If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. I just want to pray and say, Lord Jesus, may I never take your blessings for granted or feel that I have advanced so far that sin cannot touch me. Least what happened to others should also happen to me. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, amen. And I just want you to say the sinner's prayer with me. Lord Jesus, let the blood from your nail print hands and feet fall on my sins and wash them all away. Lord Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior, and I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus, God the Father and the Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Sit on the throne of my heart and renew in me your righteousness, your peace, your joy in the Holy Ghost. So long, devil, you've lost another one because you have lost me. Thank you, Lord, for signing my name today in your Lamb Book of Life. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, amen. Thank you.